I want you to know, know where else to go. This is the only road for when you're, you're a toe. And I'm here to remind you of the podcast you forgot about. The, the, the last resort. Wow. That probably came across really fucking loud. Yeah. It was really good, though. I, I felt it. Like, like that. Yeah. Oh, that I kind of cool got, got goosebumps. Well, we just freestyled that. So welcome everyone to the weekly podcast that's been going on for so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you guys came back after last week's episode. Yeah, we hope that uh, it hasn't been too long, the uh, six and a half days or so since (laughs) part one of Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, yeah. Haven't decided if we're doing part two on that yet or not. But uh, I think we should. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, I think we're here, so we might as well do it. We're here. I think we got the metronome on. Oh, that was it. Okay, are we good? Yeah, I was just ticking for like <laughs> the first minute. Oh man, this happens when, when you're live. We had to, we had live, to have the metronome on for our tempo everyone. to keep tempo for the song. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I'd have yeah, to have a beat like that oh, to freestyle God. on. So yeah, thanks for tuning back in after last week. I was trying to figure out the what the tapping noise was. So yeah, if you heard tapping in the other one, it wasn't just ghosts. I mean, it may have been partially, but yeah, this place is haunted. This place is definitely haunted. The perfect place to record a podcast. We cut out the perfect line from that song for time. We did, yeah. We're recording down in a theater. It's perfect. It's perfect. We are. It's I'm, true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. We're in IMAX right now, actually. You can come see <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. 3D. Yeah. It's those ones with the seats that move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 4D. Yeah, yeah. So, like, when I talk, you, like, move back. When Peyton talks, it's, like, side to side. Yeah. Whitney just lurches forward. Whitney yeah. is a barrel roll. <laughs> yeah. Every that's time. It's vibrating. Every, yeah. No, that's when Whitney farts. Yeah, you know I'm vibrating. <laughs> You know I'm vibrating. You know how it is. Well, um, should we catch up a little bit since the last episode? Some I mean, God yeah. damn it! <laughs> Lights. Well, should we pause for a moment? Yeah. While we figure it out? Oh, so, my yeah, bad, God. yo. So that was we are else. in a dark theater. In it's a dark. dark theater. The light of my laptop is keeping us going. Well, one thing we forgot to do since the last episode, because it's been maybe just over a week, yes. is some minor introductions. Uh, ladies first. I'm Whitney. That's it. <laughs> That's all we yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's Whitney. What am I supposed to say? Congrats. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know, uh, like I... long walks on the beach, oh, Tinder oh, profile so, kind oh. of thing. Oh. Well, Sell yourself. Well, you know, I'll be here all week. I've been here since episode one, and I'll continue to be here as long as we keep going. Thank you. The 1930s call. Yeah. How about the press? All right, well, I guess I'll go second. I'm yeah. Peyton. Um, I like medium-ish walks on the beach in the moonlight. The sand kind of makes my calves tired, so I prefer just like a forest trail, but the beach is okay. I like the feeling of the buttons on remotes on my skin. Oh, me too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I love staring into Chris's eyes while we record. Wow. They're beautiful blue orbs. Oh, thank you. 
My name is Chris. I currently look like I work at Pike's Place in Seattle. Uh, I'm wearing a black beanie, a gold chain, and a mustache. A dark mustache. I, and I, I, some sideburns. And some sideburns. I feel like I should be sulking right now. I feel like I you should be think... saying, like, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I love cheese and wine. I love a nice Merlot. No, I'm a Cabernet, bitch. What can I say? Uh, and I am just happy to be here. I'm a desperate housewife. <laughs> I'm just going to admit it. He's a little desperate housewife from Salt Lake mom. City. Don't yeah. me, bitch. <laughs> also, since the last time I was thinking about it, I was like, I feel like we swear so much more since the last episode because we oh, really? individually yeah, gotten... Yeah, but the world ended, so... The world <laughs> ended. Yeah, we're There's nowhere to post... Right now. <laughs> we about to post... This episode, bro. We're going to send it in a radio wave out to any other existing life forms yeah, in the universe. Gonna this yeah. is going to be like a quiet <laughs> place, too. What they do. Yeah, they're they're going to be like, like oh, fuck, they're, they're what hear, is going on? Like, way in the distance, like, la, la, the last piece of... <laughs> <laughs> just out of, they're like, out of the sky, just, just painting. They're like, like run. Hey. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, well. Yeah, but things have changed, so we might say a few swear words. A few this is the adults only tour. You can say whatever you woman want. Men. You know? Can you say like jizz, big fucking cum shots? Don't. I'm deleting that. That was gnarly. It's from a show. The users will get it. The users. Like, this is a simulation. This is VR. We need, we're going to make this episode in VR, so if you're hopping on on a fucking HTC Vive. Ooh, wait, do you see something? No, I heard something and I'm scared. Spooky, spooky. We, we should, we should Why preface. Why do I have to be on the end? We, we're all on the end. That's not... Yeah, that's true. I, I'm like trapped in here. Yeah, we, we should <laughs> mention the lights went off and it is literally pitch black in here. Maybe I don't know how some, these lights tell work. Tell an example of a ghost story from this very room. Ooh. That's well, some good content. I, that might have to... I, I think we should make that into an episode, to be honest. would be interesting. Be we could get... Kind uh, of a side like, story kind of thing. And we could have like people tell their own story. Ooh, yeah. At this house. Yeah. So, there you go. There's your idea. If you want that, then you better hype us up. You better shoot me a DM, male or female. You better show me your cheeks. And if any show of you bitches cheeks. comment a bitchy Ooh. comment on our shit again, I'm going to find you and kick your silly. Whitney's Silly. The, the least annoying one out of us three. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Sincerely. Yeah, I'm the last definitely. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Love. The last podcast. Love always. My niche is being but we love the annoying our fans. one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you to those of you who are still subscribed. To the I haters. See your downloads every month. The haters told me I fell off. Ooh, I needed that. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's what brought me back. I looked at our stats yeah. uh, when I was switching us over. We were doing some admin work before we started recording, and uh, we uh, have 3,000 downloads total. What? Oh, holy shit. No way. Yeah, I know. We're worldwide. Call yeah, us we're, we're Mr. Pitbull. Worldwide. Yeah. No, I actually had no fucking clue it was that much. I thought you were going to say, like, too. 30. No, yeah. literally. I was like, I'm like, I'm like 15 of 30, them. Like, almost 3,500. That's crazy. And that's not on. That doesn't count Spotify. That's just Apple. Oh, holy shit. How did how sure. maybe maybe that's not maybe it's total no shit hold on you don't got to do this right we're now we're about to live look at the data uh Jamie pull that up please <laughs> <laughs> I honestly had no idea that warms my heart a little bit oh my god dude. Yeah, that's nice oh shout out to a previous host I told him I'd give him a birthday shout out oh, Conway right. he's he's been begging for another episode yeah so. literally so <laughs> he's I, 
you know, he owes me for making another episode. I told him it was fifty dollars a shout out, so I'm gonna shout him out oh, a few times. Oh, it should be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get paid yeah. for this shit. <laughs> yeah. This is not a Holy hobby anymore. Know. Okay. So should we get yeah? Uh, so, it? Yeah, wait, let's wait, get popping uh, while Wit uh, finds uh, that. Oh, it's right here. Okay. All uh, time downloads three thousand seven hundred sixty-one. God, we're almost at four thousand. Yeah. Damn. I had no clue. Before we get going, September... are there any hot takes? Hot takes, um, hot, hot takes, just like like opinions you want to get out in the open? Anything you want to talk about? I feel like if we do this, it dates the episode so hard. I was thinking about us singing to yeah, the I Lizzo wonder... track on the last one. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, that puts exactly where it was like last week. Do, <laughs> they, have, yeah. do they have any idea how old this episode currently being recorded is, though? What do you mean? We could be recording literally a week after, but just barely posting it. True. True. I mean, we're not, so. I mean, <laughs> that's not. I had all the part two notes typed up in Slack from work, and then we switched to Teams, and I lost all no, of it. Fuck so teams. Yeah, yeah, fuck teams, teams bro. Yo, Slack Microsoft, is where it's at. if you're listening, clean your shit up. <laughs> is Slack better than Teams? Yeah, fuck yeah. So are, are, are these the hot takes we're doing? Dude, this is a yeah, hot take. This isn't even a hot take. I don't know. hot takes. Only like IT guys and fucking geeks and nerds and ghouls and tools like nice. Teams. So yeah. That's what Yo, I'm fucking about, I, man. I work style, in bro. IT. I'm the IT geek. Shut up, nerd. I'm gonna break those glasses, geek. All my homies hate Teams. Yeah, all the fuck them integrations, cause I just want to send gifts. <laughs> God damn it! I mean, they got gifts, but if you search like anything, like not the slightest, not safe for work, it doesn't even pop up with anything. Yeah. Like I searched "die" or "dying," I searched "ass cheeks clapping" to send to my boss, and <laughs> couldn't come up with anything. Oh my god! You almost made me spit out my Arizona. Well. So, this has been a long time coming. You may want to listen to episode one to get to where we are now. I know I did, but mostly so I could remember where the fuck I left off with my notes, because I had no clue. I left off about halfway, so good for me. That's perfect. Uh, Do you guys remember much of the last episode, or you want me to fill you you in? Do you have a TLDR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do like a spark notes. Fuck. All right, let me try and remember. So... Skinwalker Ranch is a ranch out in uh, middle of fucking nowhere, Utah. I forget the little area it's called. But Isn't it like in the Uentas somewhere? The Uinta Basin. Thank you. That would be the one. Nice. Uh, it's Popular camping destination. Not the Uinta Basin itself. The Uintas are. The Uinta Basin is definitely fucking not. Oh, Uinta Basin is the ass crack of Utah. Damn. Anybody from Uinta Basin? We're still in like... I'm sorry. Like... Hey, price is natural beauty (laughs) and it's cheap crack. So (laughs) I'm just saying. The cheapest in the state. The cheapest. Best in state award. (laughs) It's not the best in state, but it's it's cheap. (laughs) Yeah. We don't do crack, just FYI. Chris does, not us. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I experimented once. You guys hold it. It was hold college. It was okay. College. My boyfriend, my girlfriend dared me to. Yeah. <laughs> so. There was a ranch called, it, it's referred to as Skinwalker Ranch, Sherman Ranch, Gorman Ranch, all different things. Gorman's really a pseudonym that I'm going to be using a lot. Didn't, 
the people who lived there wasn't that their name yeah yeah that's the pseudonym for yeah. them their real names out there blah, blah, blah. god i remember that from last week yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah it's, it's been, been, a, been a long week yeah, yeah really that cracks week. really worn their mind down <laughs> from price <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um it's essentially a very paranormal hot spot potentially the hottest of hot spots on the entire planet it it's hard to describe but there's been a lot of ufo sightings and different cryptids and i don't know if you guys remember me describing the wolf they saw that like attacked their calf and they beat the shit out of the wolf and all that shit and then there's like orbs tom keeps seeing tom's kind of the main character and tom's kind of like i ain't taking none of this shit boy yeah he is a very clint eastwood type that is very accurate like he's he's like the farmer from a barnyard it's a cow farm. There's going to be cows outside. <laughs> it's a farm in Utah. There's going to be orbs outside. <laughs> but where I left off, I left you guys on a pretty hard cliffhanger talking about uh, sighting of what I call the predator. Like the, you know, the predator kind of thing. The Arnold. Yeah, get through the chopper. So is he like, the predator in that movie? I've never seen. No, <laughs> no, the predator is an alien that's like invisible and shit. Chris oh. will probably get this reference a little more than you then. Um, but that's where I left off, and I talked about uh, multi-millionaire FBI, not FBI, but DIA investigations, changing hands a couple times. That's all what we're going to get into today. So if you want to know more about some of the other more specific stuff that started out the legend of the Skinwalker Ranch, just uh, go ahead and listen to episode one. And I'll fucking tell you. Like, I don't know what you want to know. Part one of Skinwalker Ranch. Episode one's kind of dog shit. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We're like a fine cheese and or wine. We get better with age. That's why we waited so long. We wanted to mature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we had to mature our, our content for and, a little bit. And by so long, we mean a week. Yeah, a week. yeah. So seven days. I have a pretty solid script here. Last time it was kind of guidelines. So if it sounds scripted, this is why. Because I'm Cause fucking hilarious, and I was typing this up during work. <laughs> <laughs> this time I typed it into Gmail. I gotta get paid for this shit somehow, bro. <laughs> if my boss is listening, I didn't actually do that. Getting that bread, bro. Gotta get that bread, huh? Alright, so <laughs> as we discussed in the <laughs> as we discussed in the last episode, Mr. Tom Gorman was having some issues to say the least. His cattle were disappearing like celebrities that speak ill about Scientology. <laughs> and when you have this much, it's a show. <laughs> it's all written down. Oh We're getting a show in this theater. Uh, disappearing like celebrities that speak ill about Scientology. And when you have this much weird shit happening in one place, in one small town, in one tiny community in the middle of fucking nowhere, word's gonna get around. And get around it did just like my whore ex-wife i didn't write that one down that just came that one came from the heart soon enough the gormans would be getting visiting getting visits from weirdos and unfortunately not just the extraterrestrial goths that show up in a weird rv if you guys remember that from last time they saw like this weird rv alien looking thing and this like eight foot tall goth looking motherfucker yeah so that's not the only kind of weirdos unfortunately they prefer the extraterrestrial kind year is this like when is this this is like 1997 at the time i believe oh my god we were born that year 
Fuck you guys. No, we weren't. I'm 36. Yeah. I'm 37. <laughs> uh, the, as you know, the Gormans were a super private bunch at first. So private. In fact, I mentioned this in the last episode. They moved from like a really small town in New Mexico to bumfuck nowhere, Utah, to get away from the big city gossip. I'm like, when I say small town, I mean like small town. Like I looked up the town. It had like 3,500 people. Damn. And they called that big city gossip. So them getting visits from strangers, weirdos, government, all that shit is a real shocker to them. More so than orbs and mutilated cows and shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They, God damn it. This is the disadvantage of having it written down is I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) So when Tom heard word was going around, he really hoped it wouldn't attract too much attention. But unfortunately for Tom, weird shit attracts weird people. This rang true for them when one day a big, and as they describe it in the hunt for the skinwalker, a huge blonde stranger comes knocking on the gate to his ranch. Tom and his son come up to the gate and are talking to the stranger at the gates. The stranger told Tom he heard, quote, on the grapevine that the ranch was special and had special energy. Yo. The vibes right now. He then asked Tom... Hey, man, would it be all right if I had, like, a meditation session on the ranch, man? And, Definitely I mean, high. Yeah, this was, yeah, this was towards the end of the day. That wasn't an exact quote, but the guy is supposedly from, like, L.A. or some shit. Nice. Uh, Tom, this is towards the end of the day. Tom said they're worn out. And at this point, they kind of thought this guy was funny. So they figured, eh, fuck it. We'll let him do it. What's the worst that could happen? Well, they would at least get a laugh out of it, is what Tom and Tad, his son's pseudonym is Tad, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but Tom and Tad oh figured. Just hearing the name Tad, I, I, I picture the sunglasses on the back of his head. Oh, God. <laughs> no, he's definitely a goober. He's, again, like, you went to Basin, bro. He's like yeah. borderline incest. Yeah. No, no, they were more normal than that. But Okay. So Tom, and his, Tom described that him and his son looked at each other with shit-eating grins. And we're like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Hop in the truck. Let's go see. So they take him further into the ranch about a mile when the, to wherever the guy wanted to go. They get about a mile in, and the guy points over to a grove of trees. He goes, man, that's the perfect spot, man. So they rip over, right? And this huge guy that Tom keeps describing, this guy is big. For some reason, he puts a real emphasis on this guy being a big guy. Hmm. Gets out in front of the trees, prepares himself for a minute, and begins to meditate. Tom and Tad being, again, not city boys to say the least. Being ranchers, they'd never seen shit like this. They didn't know what meditating was, so they were really struggling to keep it together this whole time. But suddenly, they stopped laughing. Tom and Tad heard a strange noise from a a ways into the trees. The noise was described by Tom as a chime sounding a bit like a cowbell, but none of Tom's animals had cowbells. Some of the cows, horses, nothing like that could have been that sneaking Mm -hmm. up on them. They heard the noise a second time, but this time much, much closer. But the stranger took no notice of it because he was so deep in his vibes and the aura of this place, right? (laughs) Then Tom notices in the trees something massive. Suddenly, this huge creature breaks from the tree line completely silently. Tom described the creature as, quote, barely visible as if it was hidden in the heat distortion of the day. Weird. Almost like a mirage? Uh, almost like the fucking predator. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. 
What they were able to make out is that this entity was moving towards the meditating man at incredible, unnatural speeds. Tom was about to yell out a warning, but right before the sound left his lips, this vapory, shimmering creature, as Tom described it, stopped just inches from the stranger's face and burst out with a deafening roar, enough to send this large man scrambling backwards, screaming and crying. Then, within but moments, Tom watched as this creature vanished back into the trees with even greater speed. So Tom runs over to this dude thinking he might be dead or injured and wants to help this man. But this man who is, as Tom says many times, much bigger than him, jumps into Tom's arms and starts crying like a baby. Tom, being Tom, doesn't know what to do with A, emotions, and B, people. And this happened to combine the two. Tom says he tried to console the guy for going on 10 minutes to no avail and the guy just would not let Tom go. So Tom eventually says... If you don't let go of me, boy, I'm going to hit you. So the guy eventually did let go, but he would only let go on the condition that Tom took him back to his car immediately because, quote, this land is cursed. Tom's like, uh, yeah, bro, I fucking know. Get off my property, bitch. So, yeah, that's that was kind of the cliffhanger I was saying of, like, Damn. the Predator. Yeah. And this was before the movie Predator had come out. Damn. So, like, it couldn't have taken inspiration from that. No. Yeah. But it's like the exact description hidden in the heat distortion of the day. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. exactly like the Predator's invisibility thing. Yeah. And the roar and everything. So that's pretty yeah. That's well. Why didn't Tom move? So we get to that. Okay. So Tom already knew this place was really up to something fucky wucky. And he had found out the hard <laughs> way. He unfortunately this this story is a lot more sad. No, he found no. out the hard way with three of his hounds. One evening, Tom's out chilling on his porch. These, these are fun quotes from Tom. He's out there trying to relax, you know, as one does, as the most paranormal place on the planet. You know, <laughs> yeah. you just want to kick back, have a mimosa, whatever Tom does. I don't know. Tom's out here chilling out. He notices one of those orange portal things out in the distance. So I described oh, in shit. the last episode, he would see it right above his house. Yeah. I picture, like, the Nickelodeon logo splat shit. Oh, Jeez. yeah. Uh <laughs> Nickelodeon bow. Um, but for once, Tom's like, "Fuck it, I'm relaxing. I'm relaxing. You're not. I'm not. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm not. I'm not doing shit on this one. I'm staying on my porch." But then, an old enemy of Tom appears near the portal. The same blue orb that had been bothering Tom and terrorizing his wife for months. He sees that motherfucker by the portal. So Tom's like, fuck it. I'm not ignoring this anymore. I'm not relaxed anymore. So he decides he's going to still relax, but he'll let his dogs loose on it. And I I should preface this. These were like three working trained dogs that are trained to herd cattle and shit. So these can be pretty vicious, right? These are hounds. These are coon hounds. And... Tom prefaces by saying that same thing. Like, these are trained working dogs. You had to push them, but, like, if they saw a predator of any kind, they're vicious and are ready to attack. Yeah. Tom said in the past he'd actually saved the blue orb from his dog several times, pulling them back because it would just fly around. The dogs would chase it, trying to get it. But tonight, Tom was just unreasonably mad. So he let his dogs loose. The second he unclipped them, Tom said, the dogs bolted for the orb. As if, like, they knew, oh, this shit's got to go. But they started leaping into the air after it, and Tom described that the orb was deliberately teasing these dogs, going up and down just out of reach and darting side to side to tease them and pull them around. You think that now. 
Then the orb starts slowly moving away, leading the dogs to some tree cover just out of Tom's oh, sight. Oh, God. The dogs viciously chased after it into the trees, barking and growling as they went. Unfortunately, Tom says, the barks quickly turned into three sharp, loud yelps of pain. Then silence. Oh, my God. Tom sat outside the trees for two hours, calling and waiting for the dogs to come out in the middle of the night to no avail. Tom said that he wanted to go in after him, and everything in his body was telling him to, but he knew better than to go into that tree cover at night, especially after the silence. So after they weren't coming back, he decided to pack it up and come back in the morning. The next morning, he woke up with the sun early to go investigate, hoping to perhaps find his dogs, even injured or just hiding in the clearing. When he got there, he was struck immediately by the smell of burnt flesh and hair, and he came upon a clearing with three separate distinct brown circles on the grass in the clearing. Upon inspection, each brown spot had been marked with a black, greasy, hairy mess. At this point for Tom, this was no longer interesting. Because Tom at this point, like before this, was kind of like, I don't like this, but at the same time, like it's otherworldly and interesting. Like I don't feel like I need to move out or do anything about it. But these were his dogs, man. Like he loved these dogs. He yeah, he was very sad about it, and he trained them for years. So all three gone. And so I mean, this means he had to get new dogs. Like for for a rancher, that's a huge deal because like they're a huge part of his livelihood as well. He was losing more and more money and sleep by the day. So where does a man go when he's truly desperate to fix something so unusual? The media, of course. The liberal media. <laughs> Deseret News, to be specific. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Yeah. I mean, Damn, it's in Utah. Real. Yeah. That's, I guess that's right. So, Tom put out an ad saying he was in desperate need of help from someone, quote, with professional knowledge of the unknown. Unfortunately for Tom, he forgot one thing. Weirdos also read the newspaper. And what is more enticing to a weirdo than a haunted ranch in the middle of the desert in Utah? I'll tell you what's more enticing. Fucking nothing. What sounds better than that? Don't you want to go based on that description? I want to go. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Other than the whole dogs thing. Just don't take your dogs, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, leave the dogs at home. I mean, we're a bunch of weirdos, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in no time at all, Tom had even weirder people reaching out to him, left and right. First, he had some, quote, UFO investigators, likely MUFON, which is like a huge UFO investigation bullshit, I don't know, take themselves very seriously, show up. But for some reason or another, Tom did not like them for some reason. He never described why. He just said he didn't like the cut of their jib. (laughs) So he sent them packing. But after these polite visitors, he had some that were less than polite and less than mentally stable. One such person was a woman who flung open the gates, as Tom described, to the ranch on her own and came stomping up to the Gorman's house uninvited and unwelcomed. Tom said she was disheveled, incoherent, and, quote, fully admitting that she was extremely mentally ill. Tom says that as she was talking to him, babbling on with some bullshit, a nearby tree started shaking like crazy despite there being no breeze at all that day. Upon this happening, the woman freaked the fuck out and pointed at the tree saying that there was, quote, legions of demons and monsters in that tree! Is this the same tree as the dogs went to? No, that, like... Mm. Was further away? Yeah, like, Skinwalker Ranch is massive. Like, it's miles, miles, miles. Like, several square miles. It's big. Because, I mean, the property's cheap, right? Like, it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. He has lots of cows, shit like that. So, this was, like, a tree over their house. Like, a normal, like, sycamore or some shit. Mm. The other ones are, like, forest. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
she started holding on to Tom and just like the other guy refusing to let go until Tom literally threw her off the property and told her not to come back or else he'd use lethal action. Oh my God. Yeah. So at this point, Tom was just, he had it. Like yeah, everyone that was contacting him knew jack shit. They were weirdos. They were crackheads and they were hippies and he hates all of them. Fucking hippies. Don't we all hate him? Yeah. yeah, we do. But at this point, there was a bright light. Not a paranormal kind. At the end of the tunnel for Tom from Sin City itself, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, Viva! <laughs> big money, big money. This light goes by the name of Bob Bigelow. <laughs> Bigelow, Bigelow. As I said last time, owner of the Bimbell Bigelow. <laughs> He's a <Bigelow>. multi- <laughs> Bigelow. Bigelow. <laughs> so Bob Bob Bigelow is a multimillionaire hotel extraordinaire. And most importantly to this story, he's a crypto science enthusiast. Crypto? Cryptocurrency? No. Damn. Crypto science. He's got a fortune now. He's not, after not he's <laughs> after them skinwalkers. He's after them UFOs, mostly UFOs. UFOs. And he is a massive part of the skinwalker story oh damn like oh, shit that's something that's happened since last week was that ufos have been like confirmed i talk about that in shit. there i yeah. talk about that towards the end oh hell yeah and how what comes that a lot of that has to stems from skinwalker ranch is oh, nuts damn. um so he's mainly known in the paranormal community because he's dumped a metric fuck ton of money into UFO and paranormal research more than anyone else by far. Huh. Like he's dumped millions and millions Bigelow? of dollars into this. The big meister. Bigelow, Bigelow, yeah. Bigelow, big man, big man. Big man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh so having seen the Gorman's article in Deseret News, the Bigelow's interest was peaked to say at the very least. He could smell a hit like a cartoon dog smells a pie in a windowsill. I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker floated across the room in the newspaper. This is my shit. Bob, at this point, has already tried assembling many teams from various UFO research groups that all... I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to hear a lot of fucking acronyms through this. Okay. They all have ridiculous acronyms. MUFON, KUFOS, FUFOR had no success. <laughs> he chalks it up to the fact that despite the money that was thrown at them, they couldn't work together. In fact, the quote they used to describe one of them was, quote... They fucked it up. They fucked it up. They had tons of money. They had tons of backing. They had tons of legitimate investigators. But they just fucked it up because they all wanted credit. They all wanted to do it their own way. His whole thing was work together, and they couldn't. So, after much trial and error, Bob thinks he knows just what to do. He forms his own investigative body from scratch because on the other ones he'd pulled from other paranormal investigators... This one is called NIDS. N-I-D-S, which stands for the National Institute of Discovery Science. He formed this group out of well-respected scientists, not just in the paranormal community, and people not generally associated with UFOs. The hard part with NIDS is that legitimate scientists don't want their name associated with anything paranormal. So a lot of these respectable figures are unknown and published anonymously throughout the book and throughout Mm. all their studies. And you, you kind of find out who some of them are, and they actually are like big, Stephen big Hawking? investigators. Yes, Stephen Hawking. 
The whole book's a spicy mm-hmm. one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 no. Never touch that baby. Never touch that baby. Now, Bob smells the blood of cows in the proverbial water. He comes swimming over like a crocodile. He hopped in his private jet. The PJ, motherfuckers. Get that PJ fired up. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> Fuel her up, bro. It's a G6. He's serious about his shit. Flew over to the ranch in Utah to meet Tom in person. Shortly after the time he got there, he was enamored with the stories and the energy at the ranch. So much so that he offered Tom $200,000 in cash to buy it from him. Keep in mind, this is the 90s. I, I think it was maybe even earlier 90s, but th- the part where Bigelow takes over is like 97, 98. Okay. Uh, How much was it? $200,000? $200,000. And again, it's not like, if you go and convert it, it's not going to be like that much money. It's going to make a million dollars. Yeah. Keep in mind, though, but Tom is in over his head. He's losing cows like crazy. Like True, these things. Well, and I mentioned in the other episode that like a lot of these cows are getting mutilated and killed like a lot of cows yeah and so that's his whole livelihood like you said money sanity it's all going out the window so of course he jumps on this opportunity real quick and he uses this money to buy another ranch just 25 miles away tom or bigelow tom bigelow bought skinwalker ranch at this point so tom came back dude what do you mean tom came back like tom sold it to bigelow and then came back and bought another ranch 25 miles away not related We still like was his whole plan. I'd stay the to hell away. To move, like somewhere close. No, he wanted to move somewhere close because it was all he could afford. Mm. Like he needed a big property. Yeah. And this one apparently was like quite a downgrade, mm. but like it wasn't fucking haunted. So yeah, yeah. Um. But Tom was still invested in this mentally. No one knows if it's no one knows why, but if it's because of revenge for his lost cows, dogs, money, whatever, curiosity of the unknown, or just sentiment for his land that he'd been tending to for a while but tom wanted to stay in advice bigelow actually did in fact purchase several cows from him hmm. as bait oh my Yo. god what? for the orbs <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so tom Jesus. sort of like he's called the ranch advisor because he's mm. taking care of horses cows other shit like yeah. they have bulls there and shit and tom kept a few of his own cows there because he couldn't move them all he had a big herd and didn't have the space for all of them. So he had a few of his own cows there. And so he was there a lot still. Like, he's still one of the main characters. Um, I am going to be skipping over a lot of, like, scientist names and different people involved. But one such scientist that's majorly in this goes by the name of Eric Davis. Actual name. Erk. And it came out Erk. as, so, like, he was one of those anonymous people that used a pseudonym and then eventually came out about it. Uh, Eric is someone who actually was at Skinwalker Ranch, too. This wasn't like so... Because they, they described it as having, like, a board to approve notes and then actual field investigators. He was a field investigator. No oh, one wow. on the board is known except for Bigelow. Oh. Uh, he was putting nose to dirt and boots to asses out here. <laughs> except he apparently was, like, a huge nerd. Like, you know, he's a scientist. He wanted to research scientifically, which is the exact opposite of Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom just is like, get the fuck off my property, you alien bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but with his team assembled and his paranormal playground that is Skinwalker Ranch purchased, they got to work. But the question is, 
that many have asked Bigelow himself, did they work too hard? Did they want it too much? Hmm. Did they think too hard? Something that's been questioned since scientific research has been developed throughout humanity's brief stint here on our planet is, does observation change the results? Can a watched pot boil? You know? Yeah. And so, when they showed up with a whole armada of cameras, sensors, response trailers, night vision, Mm. thermal vision, the whole nine yards, is that going to affect the results? Because think, Tom's just a rancher. He's seeing all this shit. He's not recording it. He's not any of that shit. He doesn't even have a phone. Like, is this going to change the results? To some degree, yes. But remember, Tom had these things figured out to some extent. And he said they were like hunting intelligent game. Mm. He even hid in a hay bale, I said in the last episode, to see if this thing would react to him not being in his usual place. And it did. Mm. It looked for him. Ew. It stopped to look yeah. around and find him like it was a curious puppy. That's fucking he described. scary as hell. Well, he described it as like a curious animal, not like a predator. The but orb? Like... The orb that vaporized his dog? Well, that's the thing. It had never done anything until that point. Oh, shit. It had okay. just like kind of fucking chased him around. Holy shit. And Tom says, but he, he did say that he hid in a hay bale on purpose one time with a camera that he bought. And tried to record it. The second he tried... That it couldn't find him, but the second he hit the record, thing flew away. Damn. Like, it's skittish about being recorded or documented. And, again, I'm not saying I believe all this shit, because that's, you know, when you hear that, it's like, well, that's convenient, Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Tom didn't really have any reason to lie. Yeah. I mean, he sold his ranch for way less than he bought it for. He really did. You can 1,000% document. He did lose these cows. Yeah, And if you go and look, I again said this in the last episode, there was a study of cows that were mutilated in Utah and Colorado. And this is just the people that came forward with thousands of cows. Within oh. that like time period? Within that, those mm-hmm. years. But again, this is like mutilation in the sense of not like attacked by a mountain lion, but in the sense of like left eye was removed by some sort of perfectly circular device. No blood found on the scene. Oh, weird. Jesus. That kind of shit. Or one of them in the last episode was their entire colon was removed with a very small circular incision on their anus. And that's it. Damn. Some of them would just be like their organs removed, but their skeleton and skin perfectly intact. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ooh, it gets worse. It's a nice Saturday Dude, night. God, can we turn the lights on? I don't know how they work. <laughs> Just try. Are you getting spooked? Yes. <laughs> but what though? There's nothing in here. Yeah, exactly. Sorry for the brief interruption. We had to turn the lights on. Wit thinks the fucking Baba Dook's down here with us. <laughs> <laughs> but. Tom says these things are skittish about being recorded. So when these motherfuckers showed up with a camera crew, like it's extreme makeover home edition. Ty oh, wait, Penning- wait, sorry. <laughs> Segway, because when I was a kid in second grade, I wrote an essay about who my hero was. And it was, oh, Ty, it was Pennington. Ty fucking Pennington. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 he was your hero? He was my Just hero. because they were building houses for people? Uh, yeah. That's a, I guess. That's a nice sentence. I've heard he's, he's a shithead, though. Really? So I guess second I have, grade me needed true. to pull her head that out of her ass. Tips. I've literally never heard a story from anyone that's met him that was like, yeah, he was nice. I heard he was a major <laughs> asshole. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, well. he would be on set for like, a minute at a time, like record and leave. He never yeah. built anything. He oh wouldn't, yeah, that makes sense. he wouldn't oh. talk with the workers. Like he had his own trailer, all this oh shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So these motherfuckers show up at like it's extreme makeover home edition, and they're about to move the bus. 
Tom's like, that shit's not going to fly, homie. It's not going to work. bus. <laughs> Move that bus. Skinwalker behind it. Yeah. <laughs> but Tom says that's not going to work. These things are skittish. They're intelligent. They know when they're being watched and when they're being recorded. But it should be said, for a few weeks before the cameras and tech and everything showed up, it was just a couple of dudes, including Big Meister himself, getting the dirty work in, Eric Davis and Tom, and a few other like physicists and shit, I don't know. But mostly those three. During this time was when all they reported, when they all reported to see shit, but of course couldn't get it on camera. Keep in mind they're using tape at this point, so like it's not going to be like pulling out your phone, pressing yeah. the camera button and having it on in two seconds. Like you got to whip that shit out, assemble it, get <laughs> yeah. it on, all that shit. So it's, it's not like recording a fist fight for World Star here. Uh, they said that one time, and from here on, I should say it gets a little muddy. So if my timeline's off, some Skinwalker Ranch enthusiast is listening to this. I'm sorry. If Tom's listening. If Tom himself is <laughs> listening. Like, God damn it! They <laughs> fucked it up again. <laughs> it's, God damn pain. It's the poop again. <laughs> it's that poop again. Uh, if there are any enthusiasts, I'm sorry. I just tried to gather like the most interesting shit from here on out because mm-hmm. it's less interesting maybe than the first episode in some ways, more in some others. Hey, you know what? We're not getting paid. You're not getting paid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting paid. We're getting paid. The glass ceilings. Yep. <laughs> Classic. The glass floor for us. Yeah. Sorry for party rocking. Uh, Whitney's oh. crying right now. Oh, 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 oh. I think we just had a stroke, actually. Chris is... <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it, but Whit just had a stroke. <laughs> but you can tell. You can feel the energy. Can, the energy has completely changed within this room. <laughs> I'm just silent for the rest of you. <laughs> like, say bye, Whitney. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut that out. <laughs> cut it, Whitney. Cut it. <laughs> Future Whitney, please come back for the love of God. <laughs> Anyways. They did try and record a lot of shit. There was one time at dusk, a bright, dirty yellow light that flew over their head in circles for about 20 to 30 seconds, just like real close, like 15, 20 feet above their heads. But of course, they couldn't get their shoulder-mounted tape-powered cameras out in time to film it. Another time, they saw a light erratically swooping through the field ahead of them, but they did get it on video, but it really just looked like a weird, bright star at best. Because mm. it's like, did you see the star... Video? No, it's well, not probably posted. the video quality from nineties. Exactly, shit Bad. too. Exact mundo. I'll be there for you. White orb devours a child. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking necks. <laughs> Unfortunately for the big master, there is one something about this area that was unanticipated. In the Uinta Basin. It's really like the proverb, don't invade Russia in the winter. Yeah. The Uinta Basin's the same thing. It gets, in scientific terms, colder than a witch's tits. We don't like those witch tits. No, we uh, do not. I'll take don't. what I can get, though. <laughs> Any witches, holla at me. No, but yeah. Slide in my DMs at Honda Classics with a Z <laughs> on Instagram. It's one Holland. This is only for the witches, bitches. No, this is for literally any females alive. Holla at me. (laughs) Alive or undead. Not dead, though. 
Well, just a quick side note. Would you date a witch? I don't know. <laughs> like, what kind of witch? Is it like Sabrina the witch? Because, god damn it. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. like, what if you, if you actually like, met a woman and she's like, yes, I am a Wiccan or I'm a witch? Like, is that going to scare you off? Or are you be like, I'm going to write it out and see what happens? I'm like, yeah, I do tech deck tricks, bro. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> what's the difference? They both have the same effect on the universe. I can't lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're about to get the fucking hexed. Tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna go charge my fucking tech deck in the moonlight. <laughs> it's the hunter's moon tonight, y'all. Gotta go put my Xbox controller out there. Anyways, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, okay. How? Never mind. I don't want to say that on podcast. Let's just say if she's thick and she's goth, or thin, <laughs> or thin, she can holla at me. <laughs> At Honda Classic with a Z on Instagram. I like how you preface it by saying, I'm not going to say anything. I was going to say something much worse about some hoggies and whatnot. Oh, God. Um, so, anyways, it's cold. They don't anticipate that. They're up on their high horses in Vegas. It gets negative 30 out there. So, nobody's able to stick around, really, and research in the winter. But even more unfortunate for Bigelow, and I guess Tom more so, there were more calf and cow mutilations. Three of them were missing their eyes perfectly, scooped out in perfectly circular shapes, no blood, and sometimes not even killing these animals. Like, it was so oh, surgical, it was just... Shit, so it's like they were still alive, they still had eyes? Mm-hmm. No, there's never any evidence of a struggle, no footprints, nothing. Just cow lays down, eye gone, cow gets back up. Damn. It's like interstellar when they're trying to lock up. Yeah. It's like, we're going to spin, we're lined up, we're lined up. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. But the funny thing is, they chalked this up as, like, a minor paranormal disturbance. Nothing big. It's just par for the fucking course of fucked up animals, I suppose. Yeah. But in March of that year, things got much worse. Tom and his daughter came back to check on part of the herd of cows that he had to leave at the Skinwalker Ranch. His new property was supposedly, like I said, a bit smaller. Couldn't keep all his cows there. And when they were tending to the herd, several cows went awry, so Tom and Ellen went to catch them, leaving a mother cow with her calf. Again, this is very disturbing what I'm about to say, so if Wit has to go, like, sit in the corner or something. (laughs) (laughs) They said they were gone for 20 minutes max, but when they came back, they found their most gruesome scene yet. They found the mother limping away from the scene and the calf viciously ripped apart and scooped clean of all of its organs. Oh, God. And the, the mom was just walking away. The mom was, like, limping away, like, in fear of something. Damn. And they said the legs were and skin were splayed out almost as if you were presenting, like, a meal of some sort. Like, oh. like splayed out like a cornucopia kind of thing, but no organs. So that was three legs. The fourth leg was tossed over the fourth leg was tossed over a hundred feet away. Whoa my god. I'm like (laughs) 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 It's Bigelow. (laughs) Big (laughs) Biggie Biggie Biggie. Biggie small. Can't you see? My cows have been killed so brutally. Uh The most creepy part about all of this, Tom and Ellen say even though the scene was gruesome and violent, there wasn't a single, and they said to no exaggeration, a single drop of blood anywhere. What the hell? They said the cow looked like it had been vacuumed out of all of its blood, pink and clean. They also said there were no prints outside of how the cows got there and no signs of a struggle whatsoever. Upon receiving Tom's distress call, Bigelow dispatched one of his lead scientists, Colm Kelleher, 
who's another big character, to Skinwalker Ranch on his private jet. So this time it wasn't just the testimony of an old cow rancher in bumfuck Utah and his daughter. Colm was a respected scientist. Confirmed he saw the exact same thing they did. So he was from Vegas to Utah within an hour. Like he was... Because he hopped on the PJ, bro. Like he didn't have to go through security or any of that shit. He pulled up in a PJ. Yeah, like he, he got there fast. Yeah. Colm discovered even more when he looked at the calf. He discovered its left ear had been cleanly cut off at the base of the skull by something surgically precise and very sharp. And that's not even all that happened on March 10th. Hmm. Probably not even the scariest thing. If it were me, that's not the scariest thing. This yeah. part, next part scares me. That evening, Tom, Colm, and an unnamed physicist were sitting inside at about 11 p.m., winding down, when they heard the noise of Tom's hounds, got new hounds, going berserk outside. They described it as if it was the end of the world to these dogs outside. Damn. So they grabbed their gear and hop into Tom's truck, which you would need this as a cattle rancher, is equipped with several bright spotlights on it. And again, necessary for cattle ranch duties. You lose a cow at night, you gotta go find them with shit like that, right? So not really like weird, but he drove off to the source of this commotion. When he got there, they found something that I would describe very least as eerie or unnerving. They shined their lights towards the tree that the dogs were barking at, and from about 100 feet away, they saw the dark, shadowy shape of what appeared to be a cow, but they couldn't quite tell. Said it was the shape, but it just like didn't show up so well in the lights. Hmm. Silhouette type of... Mm-hmm. That was until two bright yellow lights came bursting out of it. As Ew. the orbs came out of the shape of the cow, two more appeared in the branches above. Tom being Tom pissed and starts <laughs> heading towards it. But as they closed the distance, they saw a gigantic animal of some sort perched about 20 feet up in the tree. Ooh. Like a humanoid looking animal. Ew. Again, Tom being Tom is pissed. And whatever the fuck these creatures are, getting on his land, even though it's not his land. Pulls out his .30-06 rifle and shoots this creature. They all claim that it appears Tom hit it and they saw it fall to the ground and heard it fall to the ground. But the second he fired his rifle, the lights went out. All the lights, the orbs, everything went out. They speed over to this thing to find whatever they killed. But when they get there, nothing. No blood, no fur, nothing. Now, naturally, this pissed Tom off because he's Tom. So they hop back in his truck and look around some more. And as they go a little bit deeper into the trees, they see another creature exactly like it, even higher in another tree just up ahead. This time, Tom's not fucking around, so he shoots twice with his rifle and was a thousand percent sure he hit something, as were the other two with him. But of course, it was the same as last time. No body, no blood, but what they did find was a strange track in the snow. They said the track was almost perfectly oval, with two claws in the back, as they described it, like a bird of prey stepped on the Ooh, ground. Talon. Mm-hmm. Damn. But like bigger than a man's foot. Damn. And then they found another one of it just over 20 feet away. That's it. One thing I should also mention, they say a lot of the time when there's like all this paranormal shit going on and like randomly they just get this like terrible smell. Which is something a lot of people describe with like ghosts, goblins, ghouls. <laughs> is yeah. that there'll be like this like, like rancid yeah. smell. And they describe it as like its own thing. Like the, everyone there is like, no, it's the smell. Oh, weird. Like that it, it just smells bad and it does smell rotten, but like they don't know what it is. But one thing too that's consistent with skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. Everyone says every time there's ever been a skinwalker sighting, you're always like, I smelled it first is that it just smelled like death. And, like, people are like, it smelled like burnt blood and, like, batteries and shit. Ew. Like, it smells terrible. 
And so that's like a consistent part with this. It's like a lot of the time they don't find anything, but they're all like, smells like some shit. But I mean, granted, he's hanging around with paranormal investigators. So I would <laughs> maybe they all shot their pants. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to say it. Just walk around with diapers. It could just be how they smell. Like you, uh, they're, they're UFO investigators. I, I don't know. It'd be weirder if they were like, they're like, oh shit, we found something. Fucking Eric Davis is out here talking to a girl. Oh my god. <laughs> and these two spooky characters in the trees and in the sky aren't the last two spooky characters that you'll see on the ranch during this investigation. One day, Tom and Ellen are out on the ranch when they notice a large cloud of dust near the stable where they kept some horses. When they first approached, all they could see was a red blur in the dust cloud near the horses. But as they got closer, they were able to make out what it was, or what they think it was, or provide a description, or whatever you want to call it. They said it was a huge, extremely muscular creature with a red bushy tail similar to a fox. Looked and moved like a hyena, but it had short, stubby legs, kind of like a boar, but with the head of a dog. When Tom got a good look at the creature, said it looked scary and was scaring the horses, he started sprinting towards the corral. But when he started running, the creature took notice of this and just moseyed off through the railings like nothing was going on and over a hill. By the time Tom was able to catch up and get to the top of the hill, the creature had just disappeared. As per usual, the creature didn't really leave much behind. The only sign was the only signs left were the overwhelming smell of wet fur and a few different scratches on his horse. Damn. Horse seals. Two more people did report seeing this exact creature, almost exact same description. One was a ranch hand on the ranch, and another was a neighboring ranch a few miles away. Because usually it's, like, on Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Like, yeah. nowhere else. Yeah. And so people saw this shit, strangely enough. And it wasn't just, like, scary, muscular, fucking steroid monster creatures either. One time, out of nowhere, several witnesses described tropical, red tropical-looking birds that just showed up on the ranch. And, again... You guys know, you're from Utah. Would you describe any of the birds out there as even tropical looking? No. Not besides your pet. Yeah, not Maui. (laughs) And so they just apparently were there chilling in the trees, flying around, and then... Like parrots? Yeah, like they just described them as red tropical looking birds. Macaws? I don't know. I don't think they were like huge. But like... You, the only red trees. Stop. The hesitation. Yeah, Chris was working up the courage. I was. <laughs> he like breathes and looks at Peyton. Oh, and I, I, I was like, do I interrupt him? Do I no. <laughs> Just let me talk forever. But like, I we, the only red bird I can think of here is like a cardinal. That would be like truly red. That's I mean, obviously tropical. we have like, yeah, exactly. You. I feel like those are winter birds. And. Any rancher could spot a fucking cardinal. Yeah. Anybody could. Like, that's an American-ass bird. Yeah. But, like, these were oh, red, tropical-looking birds. Flew around for a few days. Like, they woke up. They were there. A few days later, they wake up. They're gone. Weird. But much more terrifying than the birds. Very similar. And perhaps, like, less terrifying than, like, turning dogs to vapor and shit. Spiders. They said they had a huge infestation, just like uh, the birds. Oh, that's terrible! Out that of the blue, like they said, the one day they were just there. Like they described them as massive spiders, oh, like Australian oh. spiders. I don't know. They did. They didn't know what kind of spiders. They just said huge spiders. Any size spider isn't no. But they just said like <laughs> they were gonna call exterminators. Then they wake up one day, gone. 
all of them throughout the whole ranch gone. That's so strange. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just on the ranch itself either that people were seeing weird shit. In October of 1998, a couple was driving past the ranch where they when they claimed to have seen what can only be described as the classic Skinwalker tale. They were driving down the long, lonesome road when they saw what appeared to be a massive coyote or wolf running near their car. Then they noticed it got up and started running on two legs. This freaked them the fuck out, so they start speeding up, and they're looking over at 60, 70, and this thing's keeping pace with them. No problem. But the second they passed Skinwalker Ranch, the creature made a sharp turn and headed over the hills towards the ranch. Weird. That's like a Mr. Geary. That's what I was going to say. That could have been Mr. Geary, bro. But that's like, you hear so many stories from like truckers and people who drive out in the middle of the desert, Utah, of that exact story of like this creature running alongside my car and like making eye contact with you and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Just for some context, Peyton and I had an art teacher in middle school (laughs) who, this is the first time I heard about skinwalkers actually. Yeah. Told us a story about how he was with his wife and she was sleeping and they were driving through probably around this area. It Mm -hmm. was in Utah, right? Yeah. Um, and then he looked over and he saw a, like a big wolf-like animal just running, keeping up with his car. And he kept thinking to himself like, don't look in its eyes. Just keep looking forward well, and keep driving. They say like the Navajo and shit, they say yeah. not to look into its eyes. Okay, yeah. Because like I described in the other episode, these things are described as like the pure embodiment of hatred and evil. Yeah. Like they exist to torture people. So are they like, are they like demons of, of They're sort? like, sort of, but they're witches. Like they're they're mm. not. Would you date one though? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is she is she thick? Is she is she a thick wolf? Is she got? She got. She got I could get it. I could get a cat girl GF, bro. Oh. Living the dream. Ding 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 ding. What a good segment! Fucking hell. The repetition of the cartoon. Yeah. Like a long scoop. That's the exact noise. That's the whole sequence of everything that happened when they saw it. Like zoink scoop. Their legs are spinning and they're not moving. Yeah, and they're out. They're fucking outy, but they just said this thing like sharp turn that it was with them the whole time and turned at like a ninety degree angle towards the ranch. Hopped over to the hills. They're like, oh, my property line. Don't want to get shot. <laughs> this is a stand your ground state castle doctrine. <laughs> Conway will get it. Anyways, back to the ranch. Like Doctor Phil would say, you're going to the ranch. <laughs> The reality. I don't get the reference. Then you're going to the ranch. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you get that talk girl on the phone ASAP. <laughs> the reality with the ranch, as described by many people, is things don't repeat themselves. The whole process of the scientific study, in general, is that it's necessary that it's repeatable. Skinwalker Ranch phenomenon happen usually only once, though. And if they do happen twice, it's like they're fucking with people. They'll just like happen in the same. They never happen in the exact same place. They'll happen like. 50 feet to the left of where they set up cameras. Because something will happen and they'll be like, run, run, set up sensors and shit. Oh, yeah. These orbs ain't gonna show up for no goddamn sensors. Yeah. Are you fucking crazy? Are you stupid? Don't you feel silly? <laughs> they just appear like 50 feet to the left and fuck shit up and then leave. Nice. 
It's like me at a Chili's, bro. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> Fifty feet to the left. He's. he's I'm not sitting from, at the he's same. From every Chili's in the United States <laughs> yeah, of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cracker Barrel, here I come. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like that old couple, except I'm getting kicked out. I'm gonna be doing fucking disguises. Uh, but one thing that was described by a former military scientist is when you're on the ranch, you are not in control. The ranch is always in control. This is a quote from him. And you are just there to witness whatever it does. No. Damn. They said nothing Nothing you can do that it can affect what the ranch is going to do. Damn. That it just does what it does. And if you're there to see it, great. If you're not, probably also great. Yeah. Probably Problem better. is, don't say that again, young lady. Probably better. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not there. If you're not a dog True. witnessing it. Rip. Rest in peace. Rip to some real ones. Rip to, yeah, rip to, rip to my dog. Rip to, rip to Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy, bro. I know he named him that. The problem is... <laughs> the, the problem is, because of this, there are many witnesses, like dozens of witnesses, but almost zero evidence. In fact, two scientists witnessed something extra strange. One night, these two scientists that went by Jim and Mike that are likely Colm, Kelleher, and Eric Davis were on a bluff trying to find out what they could see. In fact, they even tried meditating first to see if it would stir anything up like it did with the blonde hippie. But unfortunately, it did not. So they start packing up their infrared equipment, night vision goggles, and cameras. Right when they started walking away, they noticed a bright glowing light at the bottom of the bluff. As they noticed, one of them was able to see through the infrared goggles and one simple phrase left his lips. Because they were looking at this like orb of light kind of thing that wasn't like a usual orb, but like a plane of light, if that makes sense, yeah. on the ground. And they couldn't really tell because it was bright, but the guy with the infrared goggles could see because it's not how light works yeah. through them. But his the words that left his lips are, it's a tunnel. Oh, hell yeah. Like good Mario down yeah. that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He described that the tunnel was opening, and as it did, the light went from dimmer to brighter. Because at first they described it as a dirty yellow light, and then to be brighter than like a car's headlights in the end. Wow. Jeez. When the hole got a certain size, he started freaking the fuck out because he said, quote, a six-foot-tall, completely black figure crawled out of it on its hands and knees Ew. and then sauntered out of sight. Ooh, Ooh, damn. I immediately thought of fucking... Ace Ventura 2 when he's crawling out the rhino. Oh. <laughs> oh, <that's so> good. <laughs> the other scientist didn't have this infrared, but he and so he was like, give it to me. And the other guy's like, no, no, I'm looking. And <laughs> he's like a goblin. He's the real thing they should fear. Like, yeah, yeah, he's a golem. <laughs> but he did confirm that he could <laughs> God, it's so fucking terrible. <laughs> He did see. He did confirm that he could see the light, and it was in fact getting brighter and bigger. But he never actually saw this figure. But the guy said he only could see like the outline, and that the person didn't have a face. There was just a black Jesus. figure that the other guy said. Damn. But as soon as the creature was out of sight, the light just disappeared. That they both saw it turn off like a flip, like a flick of a switch. And as soon as it came, it went. So they sprint down the hill. The second it was over. What's the only thing that's consistent with all the sightings? Oh, the smell. Oh. That's the oh, only the thing stench. left was the smell of just burning something. Oh, yeah. And this is another experience that's similar that Eric and another scientist had that, in my opinion, is 
very spooky. Like, just the sentence of, like, when he's like, it's a tunnel. Yeah. Kind of freaked me out. This one's way freakier. Oh, damn. They're on that a similar bluff yet again, this time in the late evening instead of the middle of the night. Because this other time was, like, 2 a.m. This time was, like, evenings. The sun hadn't quite set all the way. Okay. But Eric was looking through these binoculars when the other scientist, who's unnamed, was taking readings a little bit away. Eric then suddenly suddenly starts yelling that he sees something, something massive, something so massive as he described what? I accidentally touched him with my foot. That's all. I was like, yeah, and I could tell that she was looking at me to react. <laughs> to like, like, do I react? I look at oh her. She was just like, no, I was looking at you, hoping you wouldn't react. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we, oh my god, I hope we didn't notice. We <laughs> we're cooking it up in the stew tonight, you know. Yeah, so, uh, so. He said he sees something massive, so massive, in fact, that he said he wasn't sure if it was in the trees or behind all of the trees. Oh, my God. He said it was just a large black mass moving in or behind the trees. And when suddenly, when he finally focused in on it, he started freaking out, convulsing, screaming, saying, It's got me! It's got me! Help! Help! It's got me! Eric just starts screaming and couldn't look away from the binoculars like they were glued to his face. The other guy runs over, knocks him over, takes the binoculars off, and looks and sees nothing. But Eric said as soon as he could regain his composure that it he didn't really get any message other than one sentence. One phrase that had just they said it held him telekinetically in a way and yeah. just put this message in his mind in a voice different than his own. We are watching you, we are watching you, we are watching you, we are watching you. Over and over and over until the guy knocked him down. Jesus. Mm-hmm. He said it was like a deep voice. Like, we are watching you. We are watching so you. So Eric was saying you. this, like, out loud? He said this was in his head. Oh, that something, shit. That really something that. like that his head hurt and something was oh, in his head. Oh, ew, ew, We are watching you. We are watching you. We are Jesus, watching you. Jesus, stop. Let's go. I'm scared. Well, the lights are on, bitch. <laughs> Get over it. You're not the only one who sees giant black masses behind trees, bitch. Eric Davis has got to have a story, too. Fuck you. Well, believe it or not, there are a lot of experiences I'm leaving out that make this timeline, like I said, a bit goofy to anyone that's listening that's, like, into this. Like, one that, like, a lot of people go over that I was just like, eh, is, like, three cameras cut off simultaneously that Tom noticed. Hmm. And him and another person go and look at him, and it's like the wiring had all been, like, perfectly cut. Like, not, like, ripped out, but, like, cut individually. Weird. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like an animal had gotten to them and chewed the wiring and anything. It was like... Scissors. And the wiring was cut and nothing had been seen cutting them. They actually had cameras looking at these cameras. And they went and watched the feed on these cameras yeah. thinking like, oh, fuck, we're going to see fucking Lucifer himself out there. With, with a scalpel. A, yeah, exactly. With a scalpel and some garden shears. <laughs> climbing up a ladder. But they didn't... <laughs> He's going to be like on a bunch of demons' shoulders. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. whoa. Hang he's on, like, hang on. They're all wearing a trench coat. Guys! I'm... <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just picture like, guys, I'm holding scissors! <laughs> Quit running! Uh, but they found, when they went and watched the feed, they kind of figured like maybe Tom or something was fucking with them. Because like, they were still kind of like, what the fuck, Tom? Like, yeah. we're not... Even though they had all seen shit, they were like, I don't know, Tom. But they saw, they went and watched the feed, it all cut out the exact same moment. 
all three like as if something had perfectly cut them at the exact same time but none none of the cameras could see anything and then nothing happened mm -hmm, and then bigelow all of them fly out to watch this footage and then they were like oh shit we got cameras on our cameras this is like fucking pimp your ride (laughs) we heard you like cameras so we got cameras for your cameras (laughs) and they went and looked at them nothing literally nothing happens they're just watching the camera and then weird they don't see anything get snipped they're just nothing the footage goes on as if nothing happened Hmm. so it's almost like to me it's almost like no evidence doesn't mean nothing happened yeah it like to me it proves like well tom's innocent like that's good yeah so like so no evidence is some evidence in a way to me yeah if that makes sense because, like, I wish they got fucking, I don't know, Chupacabra up there nibbling at the cords or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. But they didn't. <sighs> Unfortunately. But after this camera incident, that was really one of the last things. Like, things cooled down at the ranch for a while. So much so that a year later in 1999, randos were able to come homestead on the ranch. And they claimed to have seen nothing abnormal in the time that they lived there. Just a whole lot of cow shit, horse shit, and bullshit. <laughs> freestyled that in the end nids dissolved i should also mention another funny acronym they were taking readings on that bluff with something called a nard alert oh nice can't make that shit up another thing i should mention that i didn't write down that i thought was super interesting is random shit would get magnetized really yeah like just like the random fence posts and shit would be like super magnetic like, in the sense you could throw Cars something off. metal. Yeah. yeah. No, like, you could throw up something metal, like, a foot away, and it would, tink! And then it would just, like, as again, just as quickly as you could snap, it would just stop being magnetic. But it was, like, oftentimes it would coincide with, like, seeing an orb. Or sometimes Tom, there was one that, again, I didn't write down that's kind of freaky, that, like, Tom was looking at the herd of all these cows, and all of a sudden, one of them starts freaking the fuck out. Like, it's, like, it's going over to drink some water and then it like starts backing away like there was a mountain lion in front of it or some shit like that there's this predator in front of it and tom tom at this point is like accustomed to it so he's like fuck i'm gonna look at my compass he said it the magnet was pointing it should have been east right where this thing was the compass was pointing north towards it if that makes sense so the magnet yeah and he said the whole herd took notice of it eventually and that the herd split east and west as if someone was like something was walking through it Ew. and the cows were just like freaking out tom said the whole time he was watching needle followed whatever it was oh that's crazy and then it just was gone that's and nothing was, nothing was left but a smell Ooh. yeah so just weird shit like that so nids at this point dissolves their lack of success proved to be too much but this is not the end of skinwalker ranch you best believe Bigelow still has some cards in his deck. Bigelow started a new acronym called BASS, a.k.a. Bigelow Advanced Aeronautical Space Studies. And this one had more funding than just the Bigelow's big old budget-in-suites line pockets. Budget-in-suites are him. Okay. All of them. That's him. He started that chain. That's why he's a Oh, for real? That same guy? Yeah, that's him. Wow. And this one had more funding than budget ins could possibly provide. All the hotels in the world could provide. These dollars came from none other 
than Uncle Sam himself. The U.S. government. The U.S. fucking government. God bless America. Sam. This is where God I want my. This is again. where I want my tax dollars going. If it's gonna be some bullshit, <laughs> like if it's like, ah, oh, we need more missiles for Israel, like you don't, I, don't worry about it. Like I want it to be like, about it. I want it to be like, we saw some fucking orbs, bro. Like yeah, we're gonna look into it. Orbs. We got, we gotta find out what these are. Because realistically, they pitched it as like this could be a major threat to national security. These orbs, or whatever the fuck's going on, they yeah. don't know because they're trying to kind of pitch it like this could be the Russians or some shit. Like, oh know. yeah, but. To be specific, this money was high up in the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency. Word was this was higher up, had even come to Skinwalker Ranch himself and was so impressed that he secured them government funding for a joint operation, thus creating Bass. This operation was actually not just stationed at Skinwalker Ranch, but in another even more, perhaps most famous paranormal place on the planet, Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Hey. So that to me says everything you got to know. Yeah. The fact that it's not like, ah, oh, San Diego, California, yeah. a perfect popular place. It was just outside of Roswell and at Skinwalker Ranch itself. Damn. Their new methodology, they figured, they figured like, we can't record this shit. It's not going to be possible. Yeah. It's too smart. It's too. They've whatever. tried for so long, it's got nothing. So their new methodology was to measure the human body's response because they knew at that point. You, they could naturally measure whatever something. They could get some sort of reading by measuring, well, is this person having a sudden spike in blood pressure? So, like, it's showing, oh, shit, this is someone seeing something they're afraid of. Mm-hmm. Without actually attempting to record the phenomena itself. Yeah. So, like, if my heart rate suddenly it's, went to 120, it's like, or it suddenly went to 140 from a resting 70, it's like, holy shit, either he's sprinting right now or he's seeing some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just doing reaction videos, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. So Bigelow's brought into government affairs by the Senate Majority Leader at the time, Harry Reid. So this is a big deal. Like, I don't know if you know who Harry Reid is, but, like, that would be, like, if Mitch McConnell, that fucking geek. (laughs) But, like, but that's a major... Yeah, that's a major government official, right? Yeah, he's the Senate... Like, he he is the Majority Leader, right? So, like, that's a big government official. That's, like, top ten, you know? Yeah. He's brought in, handpicked by Harry Reid under a group called ATIP, A-A-T-I-P, which was made by the U.S. government, which meant Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, a.k.a. the U.S. government studying fucking aliens. Damn. Just saying. Yeah. This is actually, to circle back on where we were earlier, this is actually where people claim the footage that was leaked to Tom DeLonge showing that UFOs that was later confirmed by the U.S. government to be an unidentified flying object, they say came from ATIP. Really? The very same same research program researching Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Just saying. Harry Reid actually since then, not since that release, but since the whole ATIP shit, has been pretty open discussing UFOs in the past few years, even stating his full belief and knowledge of their existence. Yeah. And this was big. Like, that was a big deal that Harry Reid came out about that. Again, like, that's a high-up government official saying, like, he knew they existed. Mm -hmm. He even confirmed at one point that a lot of their studies took place at Skinwalker Ranch and that he himself had actually set foot there to see these studies. The budget for the program was supposedly $22 million, but a lot of people claim that more than $50 million total was budgeted in through black dollars. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So... Unfortunately, this is really where the story is going to end for now. Even Bigelow eventually gave up on the ranch. God bless him. 
He sold it just a few years ago, like four years ago. Really? So he, he just couldn't ever find... He couldn't get evidence. evidence. People kept claiming they were seeing shit, like yeah. lots of people. He sold it to a very on-the-nose group called the Adamantium Group, LLC. Oh, my God. That currently owns it. The group is completely anonymous and has been pretty silent on what they're doing. But they have said they bought the ranch for exclusively the purpose of express the express purpose of furthering research. So there are supposedly like a few people behind it. One of them that's like on their website is this like Spanish dude who's like just into like ancient civilizations and shit and has like college degrees and all this shit. I just picture like this beautiful like Spanish guy showing up there and like <laughs> seeing this. Uh, he's a very large wolf. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, he, he's moving very very fast, very very fast indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but the other like this is kind of like Illuminati freaky a little bit. There's supposedly two people behind it: the Spaniard, mm-hmm. and then another that was in the documentary came forward and does not sound fucking Spanish at all. He's like, what are those blue blocked out people? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And is a hidden voice covered up. The man says he, quote, has a vast empire of business interests that he cannot allow to be compromised by any disclosure of my involvement in this effort. Oh, my God. Wow. The latest word for people who is people who work on the ranch saying that they do, in fact, have concrete evidence now and that they've recorded some solid evidence of shit going on there. But they either haven't shown it or have been sworn to secrecy for one reason or another. And that's where the story ends for now. Damn. I should mention the notes. I wanted to say these notes consisted of 4,531 words and 25,532 characters. Hey, that's an essay. That is an essay. So, you know, it's a pretty interesting tale. Hopefully we'll get something out of it. I really... I, I wish that this, like, happened in the modern day because I feel like people wouldn't be laughed. Because, like, in the 90s, people were like, oh, Colm Kelleher, what the fuck are you thinking? You're yeah. signing up on this. I don't think people would laugh as hard these days. Yeah. I think people would be more open-minded about, like, shit, maybe some shit's going on. I would love to see, like, Tom DeLonge get out there. Yeah, Apparently, there have been some, like, I forget his name. He was some big British pop star in the 90s, like, big, big, like Spice Girls big kind of thing. Oh, hell yeah that was just like there for some reason and a lot of people think he's a contributor like a secret contributor a lot of people think he's like the guy in black but like again the guy had an American accent and this guy's talking like this like we're out here seeing (laughs) fucking werewolves and shit (laughs) damn bastard (laughs) bastard jumped over the rail in it wait so uh, Tuesday in it is Skinwalker Ranch like fenced off like you can't drive up to it it's interesting yes it is very much fenced off it's always been fenced off because it's a cattle ranch okay yeah 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 but like like fenced off with like like you cannot get in there no no like you're not supposed to get in there and it's like people work there private property so you are trespassing do not go there yeah but i mean you can go out in the area like people live out there it's kind of duchene-ish area yeah like, when I say Duchesne-ish, I mean ish, right? Like, that's, like, being, like, Provo's bountiful-ish area, right? Yeah. Like, to any Salt Lake listeners, you uh, know the fucking locos? vibes. Any locos? <laughs> any local locas? Hit my line. You know? Where you been, <laughs> Where you been? So, yeah, that's really where it ends. I want to hear your guys' thoughts, because I mostly dominated that whole thing. <laughs> no, I mean. <clears throat> told a story more so than a podcast. I feel like that's the point. Yeah, that is the point. We just want we wanted to hear the conclusion to the 
what has been happening somewhere that's close to home for us. Very. Yeah. I've never heard any of that, so. Yeah, neither have I. That is crazy. I, that's, it's weird and cool that there's, like, a foundation still doing research there. Yeah. Adamantium group, fucking Wolverines up there. Yeah, it sounds like it's, like, some. (laughs) That's, like, government. Funded by, uh, secret shit. Iron Man. There's Tony Stark. There's supposedly, like, a lot of money of funding behind it, but no one can confirm how much, but, like, people who've worked there and come out anonymously like the same people who are like we have evidence the thing is everyone who's come out has said we have evidence but they've all given different reasons why they can't share it why what are some reasons like we're sworn to secrecy we've signed oh, an nda yeah. like we're in danger all this shit like we can't yeah Jeez. so how do you get a job there i don't know like you'd be a scientist like, is, that, yeah. is that our next move you'd be a I, think that, I, I think we infiltrate adamantium all right fine MLC. Or you'd be a billionaire, beautiful Spanish bastard. <laughs> yeah. I can make that work. They must not open the gates. They must not. <laughs> España. So the gates there, if you like, look up pictures of it now, the gates are pretty funny because they're like radiation symbols made of like steel. It's like a crazy... You know when you see a gate at like a nice gated off house, you're like, holy shit, that's a nice gate. Like yeah. that's intricate. Yeah. Like you'll see some that look like a landscape and some shit. These ones look like big radiation symbols. That's cool. And some, they, I guess like they used to have them where there was like heads, like green alien head looking things, you know, like oh, the classic shape oh, of like... alien. There oh, it yeah. is, the alien that's head wild. with the radiation that's symbol. That's funny. But you can see what I mean in that picture of yeah. like trees, forest... Yeah. Everything. Like, it, um, it, it has a lot of BFE. different terrain. It really is BFE, BFE. Lots of uh, sagebrush I'm seeing. You know what's fucked? What? Literally, no, no shit. Literally, like, two weeks. And they hadn't announced it yet. Like, they announced it, like, two weeks after our first part of this came out. Yeah. A show came out. I think it's on Hulu or some oh, shit. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I saw, like, the... Literally, the like, The Tale of Skinwalker Ranch or some shit. And it's, like, three seasons in now, if that oh says... If that says how long it's been. <laughs> well, guess what? We're not getting it? paid for, yeah, by yeah, them. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I've heard out. it's not very good. No, but yeah. This I, is much better. Yeah, the, if you want the info, the deets, the, the neat, juicy, juicy info. You better fucking come here, and we'll be here Every week, as we always have been. Uh, yep, yep, and as we always will. Oh, guys, Posty went to Skinwalker. Yes, Post Malone, Post Malone has in fact visited Skinwalker. Post Malone's a Skinwalker range. Oh my God! Yeah, when he says he's in the Utah snow, then you know he's uh he's at Skinwalker. He's ranch. out hanging he's, with Tom. He's out with hanging out with oh, Bobby yeah. Big. I bet that's right. Yep, you know that there's some orb. A UFO. It's a UFO. Does that oh, look like an orb to you? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I I would like to get more, like get more often doing this. I think now that COVID's slowed down, I think we can agree we'll do more, right? Yeah, I've yeah. been needing a hobby lately. We're, we're, so. yeah. we're, we're not gonna wait as long. It won't be a year. Yeah, it, it's it's longer. Been it's been a it's lot been like longer a than half. a year. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it was March yeah, of 2020. Well. It's now. April of 2020? Shit, wait. The last one was like right when COVID started? Like right before the shutdown. Oh my God. So we're like a week into the shutdown right now. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope it goes away within another week, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, bro. By summer, we'll be vibing. We'll be I think vibing. this, I, th- I think it'll blow over. Yeah. I think everyone's blowing it out of proportion. I think oh, this will yeah. be here for like two weeks, maybe. Two, yeah, two weeks, and then we'll be back to 
making out with strangers in yeah. bars. Yep. Hopefully, no NBA players do anything weird like touch mics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that that wouldn't happen, especially that would never happen. not our own team. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the Utah Jazz. Never. Not Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Gobert. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in if you are, and thank you for listening to that long, rambling second part, and especially thank you for waiting. We love you very much. Shout out again to the birthday boy, our favorite listener. Yeah. Well, not our favorite listener. I, I, I don't want to pick favorites. Uh, you know, I, I love you all. Shall we do it like we've always done? Like we've Let's always do done it, it like we've always done it. Wit, East Coast. Yep. Good night, Baltimore. Good night, San Antonio. Good night, Forks. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Loca.